This surface level Christianity is robbing you of the greater power to be able to live the Christian life. And it doesn't come through the rules. The rules are not the end. They are the means by which you reach the end, which is always fellowship with Christ. Welcome to Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you're with us as we continue a message entitled A Threefold Appeal. And Pastor, as you point out, if we really want to live a life of intimacy with Christ, deep fellowship with Him, then the sooner we recognize the fact that that happens because of His love for us and the grace that He's given to us, and not because of anything we've done, the sooner we get to experience that joy and that peace that He offers to us. Oh, yeah, because now I understand that I don't have to struggle in order to please Him. Hmm. All I have to do is rest in Him. I know, I know, it sounds like a Christian cliche. But get this, Galatians 2.20. I'm crucified with Christ. Wait a minute, you're dead, Paul? Yeah. Nevertheless, I live. Wait a minute, you just told us you were dead. Now you're telling us you're alive. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. Wait a minute, now you're schizophrenic. First you said you're dead. Now you said you're alive. Now you say it's not you. And to get this, he says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So then, uh, this living by grace is learning how to have dependency on the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit to fill us, Ephesians 5, 18, and to produce in us the fruit of the Spirit in its ninefold aspect. That's really living. And when you live like that, you're living above the line, brother. I mean, you're living in fellowship with the true and living God. Man, what else could you ask for? Tranquility of mind. I wish I had time to go through and tell you everything the scripture says we have because uh, we have learned how to rest in him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart. You shall find rest unto your soul. Well, I wish we had more time, too, because I'd love to hear more, and I've got more questions, but we do need to get to today's teaching, which, again, is from Galatians chapter 4, a message called A Threefold Appeal. Here is Pastor Ford. So the law, then, what's the problem with it? We begin to measure ourselves by what we do and by what we don't do. Now, if you look at Matthew 16, what you'll find is, here's here's what happens. Here's what happens. Paul, why are you making such a big deal out of this? First of all, you rob yourself of the ability to live the Christian life. Now, let's go back. Let's go back one chapter. Remember what he said? Oh, foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you from the truth, which evidently have been set forth in Christ Jesus, having begun in the spirit. How did you begin? By being born again. How were you born again? By the spirit of God. Are you now made perfect by the flesh? He equated the law with something that instigates the flesh. And he's saying, listen, we're never going to be righteous by trying to be righteous. Man, that's that's a big one for us. Because I don't know about you, but I try to live holy. And every time I try to live holy, you know what I find? I can't live holy. But it's when I'm trusting 
in the finished work of Jesus Christ, his life, Galatians 2.20, crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me, and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to me. So Matthew 16.6 says this, Jesus told them, beware the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Does anybody know what the leaven of the Pharisees was? Legalism. Legalism. They made you go by a set of rules and regulations. What was the leaven of the Sadducees? Ritualism. Here, go through these, do this, and you'll be made righteous in the sight of God. So they lock you up, so they can lock you in, so they can lock you down, so they can lock you out. I, I saw this, I thought, it, well, it does illustrate it. There was a rich New York family and they wanted to have a cattle ranch in Texas. So they went down there and uh, they were there for about a year. Some friends visited them and asked if the ranch had a name because they didn't see one out there. And he said, well, I wanted to be the Bar J. My wife wanted to be the Susie Q. My other son wanted the Flying W, and my youngest son wanted the Lazy Y. So this is the Bar J, Susie Q, Flying W, and Lazy Y. Then the person said, well, where are all the cattle? Man said, they all died while being branded. Yeah, in other words, legalism puts you in a brand that leads to death. Nobody survives it. And so what happens? Living by the law makes you weaker, not stronger. Now, notice what he says. Notice what he says. But now, after you have known God, or rather are known by God. So here, first he starts off, he says, look, this is the way you were before you got saved. You, you did this. Now, you know God, or rather you are known of God. What's he talking about? Wait a minute. He says, you know God, what is that? A salvation. That's your relationship. Known of God. How about this? Genesis 18, 19. Let me use that as an example. Here's what it says. He's talking about Abraham and he says, for I know him. I know him. Sanctification, when God, when God says, I know you. When Paul says, you are known of God, that is the process of sanctification. It has to do with your fellowship, your fellowship with God. In other words, now he's saying, listen, you got to go deeper than just being saved. You got to go deeper than that. You got to go deeper than just church attendance. You got to go deeper than that. You got to go deeper than just tithing. You got to go deeper than that. You got to go deeper than just a verse a day to keep the devil away. You got to go deeper than that. In other words, he's saying, listen, this surface level Christianity is robbing you of the greater power to be able to live the Christian life. And it doesn't come through the rules. The rules are not the end. They are the means by which you reach the end, which is always fellowship with Christ. He's saying this is the freedom that you have been given and this is what you need to do in order to maintain that freedom. In other words, Christ is all I have, but he's all I need. So then you ought to give anything to have Christ as your everything. Okay, let's, let's get real. If you go through this thing, notice what he says. He says when you don't fellowship with Christ and allow him to sanctify you, Here's what you lose. Walk through the text. 
First thing you lose is your freedom. Second thing you lose is your fellowship. Third thing you lose is your fruitfulness. Fourth thing you lose, your joy. And he goes through and he says, look at, and wait, 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 wait. You lose your, you lose your freedom. You lose your fellowship. You lose your fruitfulness. You lose your joy. Guess what? You lose the ability to get the word. You lose your feeding. Notice what he's doing here. He's saying, you turn against me. I'm feeding you the word of God. You're listening to them. They're giving you junk food gospel. You're eating this. You're rejecting me. Do you realize not only are you losing all of that, but you're losing the ability to be able to overturn that stuff in your life? Because it doesn't work. Because it's based on the law. And it's not based on grace. And so he wants us to know Hey, let's begin to do the things that will take us deeper. What things are going to take us deeper? He tells us and he's told us. Now, now, I need to get this on tape. I want you to say your testimony that you said. you remember your testimony that you did? Um, I said I was going through a lot of things. I was pitying myself. But I know that God made me, I'm fearfully, how you say, fearfully made. And God loves me. And I said, I'm back on the right track. And Amen. Yeah, you should have heard it. Because she said, you know, I was down on myself and uh, couldn't stand myself and thinking that I'm not this and I'm not that. And then somebody shared with me, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And I began to realize if God made me this way, I'm good the way I am. See, what turned her around? It was a word that turned her around where she was feeling like because I have some mental illness, there's something deficient about me. Now you should have heard her because when she said it, she lit up like a light bulb and said, I am not deficient. I am, I am like God made me. And if God made me this way, he, he has some things that he's going to do. Because God don't make junk. Ain't that what you said? God don't make junk. And that's what Paul was saying. He's saying, look at you. You struggling with this. You struggling with that. That's because you're struggling with it. Don't you recognize that your fellowship with Christ is going to bring you strength that you never knew you had? It's outside of you. It's inside of Christ. So what do I need to do? I need to hook up with Christ so that I get everything I need to be able to do what he wants me to do. Somebody telling me, do this, do that. ABC, one, two, three. I don't want to hear that. All I want to know is how how do I allow Christ to live his life through me? Because that's how a Christian life is lived. That's what he's saying. That's how it's lived. Pastor Ford just really bottom lining it for us right there. You're listening to a message called A Threefold Appeal here on Treasured Truth. And we'll get back to this teaching from Galatians 4 in just one moment. If you ever have a question about something you hear on the broadcast, you can always ask your question or give us your feedback by coming to treasuredtruthradio.org, click on the contact link. And if you do ask a question, we'll make sure that Pastor Ford sees that. And who knows? We might just answer that in a future broadcast. Again, come to treasuredtruthradio.org and click on contact. Again, here's Pastor Ford. This, this is mature stuff. 
for people who want to mature. I'm telling you, because uh, Paul goes on and he says, listen, you need to know something. He talks about days, months, and, and what he's talking about here is the Old Testament Levitical system, uh, the Sabbath keeping, uh, the feast days, all of those were designed to point to Jesus Christ. They weren't designed for you to do something in the flesh. It was designed for you to do something in faith and believe that God ultimately was going to bring that uh, for you. And so here now, Paul is saying, listen, uh, let me fill these in for you. So the appeal through freedom. So letter A, he talks about their confusion because they are confused. Uh, then he talked about their conversion, their conversion, their conversion. Then letter C talks about their commitment, their commitment. And then letter D talks about their compromise, their compromise. And so then let's end on this note. Let's go over it again. What we need then is what I've been teaching you ad infinitum ad nauseum. And that is what? That Paul has over and over again told us that this Christian life is lived in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, how do we access that power? Told you, told you time and time again. One more time, ad infinitum, ad nauseum. The first thing we need to do is what? We need to confess our sins. Confess our sins. That's 1 John 1, 9. 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the first thing I want to do is agree with God against myself. These are the areas of sin in my life. That's where we start. These are sin. No, not mistakes, not accidents. No, these are sins. That's where we have. You can't fix what you won't face. You can't correct what you won't confront. Sin is sin. And until we call it that, we're not going to be able to deal with it. You got to have the right diagnosis to get the right prognosis. If I go to the doctor and uh, I'm, I got runny nose and all that, and he say I got a cold and I got pneumonia, he gonna give me something for a cold, I'm gonna die of pneumonia. No, it's not a mistake. You know, we have to own up to these things, man. We have to confess our sins. Now, somebody said to me very wisely, what about sins I don't know about? That's 1 John 1, 7. Sins you don't know about, don't worry about. Why? Because you only confess the sins that you know about. Homo legeo, say the same as God says. So 1 John 1, 7 says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, cleanses from all sins. You know what that means? As I'm fellowshipping with him, and if the Holy Spirit doesn't reveal to me that it's sin, and I do sin, that, that he automatically just deals with it. They ignorant, boom. Now, when do I confess it as sin? When he brings it to my awareness that it is sin. That it is sin. Then what else do I do? I commit to the Lord. That's right. Amen. According to Romans 12, 1, I commit my body to the Lord. I commit my body to the Lord. 
Romans 12, 1. I beseech ye, brothers, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And so here he's saying, look, look, look at the mercies of God. That's what Paul just did. We looked at all the mercies of God, our legacy, our, all of those things. Look at what God has done for you. And then based on that, now give your body to him. Lay it on the altar as a living sacrifice. Then you conform. You conform to the word, the will, and the way of God. That's Romans 12, 2. Be not conformed to this world. What does that mean? Don't let the world pour you into his mold. Now you start the negative things. In other words, now, you know, uh, why don't you watch uh, Empire? I can't. I can't. I can't because it puts things in my mind that takes me away from God. Why is it there are some things you don't do and places you can't go? Because I don't trust me. I don't trust me. I know me. That's right. No, I know me and I don't trust me. Yeah, because it's just too tempting. It's too tempting. So, and then you claim it by faith. You claim it by faith. Galatians 3, 1 through 3. You claim it by faith. How did you get saved? By faith. How do you get filled? By faith. Ephesians 5, 18. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Now, one more thing, and then, then I'm, I'm, I'm done for sure. Look at Ephesians chapter 5. Let me show you something. And I've shown you this before, but Paul said repetition is good for you. And I trust that you'll just not take this and put it on the paper, but that you'll, you'll, you'll do just like Deacon Roussan and his wife sit up here. They quoted every one of those because they've been here every time I shared it, the, the, the 125 times I've shared it since I've been here. And so what, what does it become? If it becomes a part of you, it becomes something automatic. Come on, say it with me. Sow a thought, reap a deed. Sow a deed, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a lifestyle. Sow a lifestyle, reap an eternity. In other words, you got to get it in. You got to get it in. You got to get it in. I was with uh, young brother Bernard just on yesterday at the radio program. And he said, man, them scriptures just coming out of you. I said, okay, I've been a Christian 40 years and I've been in the word 40 years. And so now the word, some of it's just automatic. It ought to just come out of me just like that because I'm supposed to be a student of the word. And so should you. And the more you get in the word, the more you'll find that the word is in you. Now, how shall a young man cleanse his ways uh, by taking heed thereto according to thy truth? Thy word is truth with my whole heart. Have I sought thee? Oh, let me know. I wonder from thy commandments, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And so sometimes, and I have it happen all the time. I'm just going to go ahead and out myself. I have it happen all the time. I'll see somebody walking down the street, bam, all out here. And say, yeah. and, my, and, and they say, everything within me is saying, man, will you look at that? And I said, no, I saw it once now. I, I can't look at it twice. <laughs> and you know what comes to my mind? You, you know what comes to my brother Mark? It hits me every time. He who looks at a woman the lust in his heart has had her already. I said, I don't want her. <laughs> Man, shoot. Oh, I don't want her. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow. And so what happens? It, you know, the word comes back now. Is it 100%? No. But I tell you what, it sure helps me. 
Sure helps me. And he says, yeah, that's what we need to do. And what's the greatest evidence? The fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And, and so he says, here, this is what we need. And we need to understand how we can experience the freedom that Jesus Christ is. That, so the next one, uh, he'll talk about uh, an appeal through fellowship. So Lord willing, we'll talk about that. And then he talks about an appeal through fervency. In other words, just how many remember when you first got saved? Amen. Now, now I, don't, I don't know if you just walked the hour. I, when I first got saved, I was firecracker hot. One of the first things I did was threw away all my albums. And that, those were 45s and, and uh, threw all them out. Then I told my wife, I said, okay, all them shorts and all them Daisy Dukes and all that kind of stuff, all that got to go. I want, I want the neckline up here. And I want the hemline down by the ankle. My wife said, you are crazy. You better get away from me. You can do what you want to do with your stuff. You ain't telling me. I say, look, you're going to be a Christian. You got to be a Christian. And see, I had already fallen into the tradition of the Pharisee. That your spirituality is determined by what you listen to and what you wear. And Paul says, that's not it. Now, will it control what you listen to? Yes. Will it control what you wear? I hope so. But that's putting the cart before the horse when the focus is what you wear, what you listen to, what you do. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford. What a good reminder that really it's a relationship with Christ that is going to influence our behavior, what we do, and how we react to the grace that He has given us. Well, our message is called The Threefold Appeal. It's a look at Galatians chapter 4, and we'll continue this on our next broadcast. But if you ever miss one of uh, these days of programming, I hope you'll come to our website. You can always listen to each and every broadcast there. Come to treasuredtruthradio.org. You can stream programs, you can download MP3s, or you can order copies of this broadcast on CD. You can also listen on the go if you have the Moody Radio app. Now, you're going to find the app at your favorite app store, like Google Play or the iOS app store, or we'll link you to that when you come to our website, treasuredtruthradio.org, and look for the Stay Connected bar. Not only will you find a link to the app, but you'll also find links to our Facebook page and our Twitter feed. Again, come to treasuredtruthradio.org and look for Stay Connected. Well, whether you've found us on the radio, online, through a mobile device in, in some way, we're glad that you're listening, and it's all possible because of your generosity. Those who believe in this program are saying yes by praying for and giving financially to Treasure Truth. And you can do that too. Join the support team when you come to treasuredtruthradio.org and click on the link that says Make a Donation. Whether that's a one-time gift or an ongoing monthly gift, if you're benefiting from Pastor Ford's teaching, would you give today? Again, come to treasuredtruthradio.org and click on the link that says, Make a Donation. Well, thanks for doing that. Thanks for listening. And thanks to our producers, Amy Rios and Ryan McConaughey. For our Bible teacher, Pastor James Ford Jr., I'm Steve Hiller. Treasure Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute. <laughs>